Hello and welcome. This is Diane Lake, your host, and I'm going to be sharing how you can understand and apply the prophetic through practical terms, practical ways, and practical means that make it relevant to everyday life so that you can prepare the way for the Lord's purposes to manifest in the earth. This is Preparing the Way, the Practical Prophetic. Hello guys, welcome to The Coming Wave of Glory, Episode 10. Today's podcast is about the wave of God's glory coming bigger than any we've ever yet seen. It's something I've talked about for years, this wave of glory coming. I've heard the Lord speak about it this way, and even recently, that first comes the party, meaning the regular glory as we know it so far, and then comes the after party, which we might think of as the better party, a greater display of His glory than any we've yet seen. We might wonder why would God talk to his people ahead of time about this new wave of glory coming. I think at least part of the answer is that sometimes you just have to have something to look forward to. In fact, right now, tomorrow, I'm anticipating a UPS delivery of a new pair of boots that I'm really anxious to see. I think I'll really like them. So that's just kind of a simple example, but God created us that way. To have something to look forward to is really important sometimes. Now, if you've ever gone to cpn.com, at the end there's these episode show notes that we do, and I often list articles that are related to the topic there. And, you know, I have so many articles on the coming glory, it would be impossible to list them all there. I have a lot. And I've learned something along the way is that, you know, you have a blended gift. I have a blended gift. Not one of us walks in only one spiritual gift. We have a blend. And I walk in a prophetic anointing or gifting with the ability to hear certain things about moves of God that are coming, specifically a blend involving moves of revival and of coming glory. So specifically right now, I'm hearing the second glory shall be greater than the first All right, so let's back that up with some scripture, because that is important. We know we have to have a foundation in scripture for what we hear prophetically. So Haggai 2, 6-9 says this, For thus says the Lord of hosts, Once more it is a little while, I will shake heaven and earth, the sea and dry land, and I will shake all nations, and they shall come to the desired of all nations, and I will fill this temple with glory, says the Lord of hosts. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, says the Lord of hosts. The glory of this latter temple shall be greater than the former, says the Lord of hosts. And in this place, I will give peace. All right, so we have a precedent. We have a scriptural foundation for this. So another scripture that the Lord's been highlighting for me is Isaiah 54, 1 to 3. Now let's read that because it lays a foundation here for where we're going. This says, Sing, O barren, you who have not born. Break forth into singing and cry aloud, you who have not labored with child. For more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married woman, says the Lord. Enlarge the place of your tent. Let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Do not spare. Lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. For you shall expand to the right and to the left, and your descendants will inherit the nations and make the desolate cities inhabited. So the barren woman was told to rejoice in this passage, for she wasn't only going to bear many children, but she also needed to prepare her tent, her dwellings, 
to prepare for all these children coming. So this is kind of the foundation, see, for where we've been going with our podcast that we just completed, the three-part series on preparing for change and harvest. The Lord is saying to us through this scripture passage, we need to get ready. There's practical things we need to do, yes, and there's spiritual things, both. So we're going to kind of do a blend of that today, some of the spiritual with a practical aspect so we can handle, so we can have tools in our hands, you know what I'm saying, so that we know what to do with it. Now, in a dream one time, I saw myself pregnant and posting selfies of my baby bump on Facebook. And when I awoke, I heard children of the promise. We know that Paul used this phrase in Galatians 4.28 to speak of the spiritual children of Abraham. But it's very important to catch the context of that. The verse preceding in Galatians 4.27, it says, it quotes from Isaiah 54.1 about the prophetic promise of many children coming. So that's really interesting. So I hope you can see what I see. I see the Lord showing us through this that a move of revival is about to be birthed. And God is saying, get ready. He's going to expand his family and bring many more children of promise into his kingdom. Like the barren woman, we need to prepare and I hear the Spirit saying, get, getting ready. We need to be getting ready for expansion and growth. I've had many dreams of confirmation about this. And one of them, in fact, recently, I saw a baby in the sky. I knew it had a representation of this move of revival about to be birthed. And when I woke up, I heard the Lord say that many children are coming. So, And I'm not the only one that's talking about this. I know that other people are hearing Uh, versions of the same thing and in fact another part of this that the Lord showed me is that revival is specifically coming to Asia especially coming to Asia so that's pretty cool all right so let's switch gears a little bit and get practical as far as you might be asking yourself how can I prepare for this coming glory how can I be part of this after party because we don't want to be one who's not invited right because I don't think everyone is going to be participating as far as being used as a vessel that displays his greater glory we have the potential right but we want to be ready So first of all, I want to tell you a story. I want to relate to you a dream that I had. Now, this was many years ago, and in fact, it was the only prophetic dream I've ever had before I was spirit-filled. So let me start by saying I'm the mother of three sons. You already know uh, the basics of my family. I told you about my daughter and my testimony in episode one. And I have two other sons, one almost 27, one that just turned 32, But I also have a son named Dylan who is in heaven. He died of SIDS at about two months. So the setting for this prophetic dream is that at that point, I had um, my oldest son and my daughter, and we were considering, my husband and I, whether we were going to adopt a third child. And we decided we were. We moved forward with it. I can't remember exactly what stage we were at. but So I had this dream at this point before we got the next child, the third child, where I was waiting at the airport for the escort person to bring the baby. Now, we have always gone to SeaTac Airport in Seattle to uh, get the children there escorted over from South Korea. So I'm waiting for this baby, and when the woman walks over to me, instead of just one baby, she has two. And she looks at me and she says, you know, we have so many children that need homes. Would you take two babies 
instead of just the one that you were planning to? Well, here's this other baby right there, right? And I just, I mean, this, this thoughts are just, you know, kind of flashing through my mind. I already have my hands very full with the two I have. I know that three is going to be a lot. And can I really say yes to four? But in the dream, I just know that I have to. Like, it, it's just a compassionate thing. It's like, yes, I will take both of these children. And then I wake up. And, you know, a year later, what had happened is events transpired where our third child, Dylan, actually died at two months of SIDS. We decided to go ahead uh, again and do go through the process again and we did get then our third child which is actually our fourth but it took a whole year uh, I mean we already had the other baby the third child my third uh, living child before I understood that the Lord had showed me that I would actually have four well you know a couple of things have come to mind since then about why would the Lord give me a dream like that or or why would he even allow us to go through this I mean it's not a fun thing to lose a child but you know what's special to me is that I know that when we get to heaven we have a child that we haven't even met yet he's anxiously waiting for us his family and we're anxiously waiting to meet him and for whatever reason it was very important for the Lord for Dylan to have a family and for us to be his family which is very special but you know you still might wonder well why did he give me that dream he didn't have to show me this ahead, right? Or or what was he thinking? Well, here's what I think the Lord's point in giving me the dream was. God needed me to say yes. I didn't know what I was saying yes to, obviously. But he gave me a choice. Would you like to have four children? Would you like to, would you have room in your heart to do this? Would you like to participate in this with me? So could all the events have unfolded just as they did without me having this dream, without me saying yes? Well, of course they could have. But he wanted my participation. He wanted me to engage, even though I didn't really understand what I was saying yes to. So the point is, it's the same when it comes to being prepared for and being used in this coming wave of glory. You may not really understand what you're saying yes to. Do you see what I'm saying? But he needs you to participate. He wants you to participate. He wants our involvement in this move of many more children coming. So it's interesting that he asked me, did I want more children than I really thought I had the capacity to care for, to be honest. And I think in a, in a strange kind of way, I mean, can you see the parallel? He's asking you and me, will you help care for these many children coming? I have more children than I know what to do with. I need someone to steward the harvest. Do you see? It's like a profound application, and I hope you can, I don't know, appreciate it. I mean, to me, it's really touching. So, you see, it's scriptural. He tells us to ask, to seek, and to, and to knock. I've quoted the passage from Matthew 7, 7 to to 12 I think several times to you but we know that scripture says that he knows what we need for before we ask him right but he wants us to ask and he wants us to seek and knock and in fact in Matthew 6 8 it, it that is the place where he says he already knows what we need but then it just sets up where Jesus says now pray like this pray in like manner you know the Lord prayer the Lord's prayer follows right after that verse so 
what he's saying is he has to have us participate. He doesn't care that he already knows what we need because we might not realize it, but our faith is very inter interactive. Like I said, we need to ask and seek and knock. But also it says in James 4, 8 that we are to draw near to God. He will draw near to us. There's this kind of push-pull in the spiritual realm. Things don't happen in a vacuum. He has some sort of draw he wants to put on you and he wants you to respond. Do you see? It's, it's very special because otherwise... He could just drop anything he wanted in our laps any time he wanted, right? He is God. He could just drop this move of revival on us, drop this new wave of glory, but he chooses to have us be a part of it. I think that's pretty special. All right, so some of the specifics that I'm hearing, because we want to be able to put our hands on this and do something with it. I hear him saying that things are about to be exposed. There's, there's, there's this level of exposure that's coming. Things are going to be coming into the light of day. He quickened this scripture to me, Luke 12, 2-3, which says, For there is nothing, co nothing covered that will not be revealed, nor hidden that will not be known. Whatever you have spoken in the dark will be heard in the light. What you have spoken in the inner rooms will be proclaimed on the housetops. Now this was being spoken to, to the Pharisees. The context is to the religious leaders of that day. He's not even talking to sinners. So remember in Hebrews it tells us that judgment starts in the house, at the house of the Lord first. He wants to clean house right now, but in a good way, right? He wants us ready. He doesn't want anything in us that's cluttering up you know, the flow of the Holy Spirit so that we can be used at the greatest level possible. Okay, that's what he's doing. So here are some practical steps, and even the order that you do this in is important, okay? So number one, tell the Lord you want to be used in this coming wave of glory. Tell him you'll take some responsibility with the many children. All right? Like we talked about in the dream. Tell him, yes, say yes, Lord, I want to be used. All right, number two, seek him. I want to read Hosea 10.12 to you. This is a verse that the Lord has been highlighting to me since the beginning of the year. It says, Sow for yourselves righteousness, reap in mercy, break up your fallow ground, for it is time to seek the Lord till he comes and rains righteousness on you. I'll tell you, this is a time to be seeking the Lord. Press in. Number three, Ask him to reveal anything you need to do to be made ready for this coming move of revival and greater glory. If Ask him, is there anything hidden, Lord, that needs to be revealed? Maybe you don't even know about it. Maybe you're not even aware that there's something he would like to address. Psalm 139, 23, 24 is a very pertinent verse for this hour. It says, Lord, search my heart, basically. It says, search me, O God, know my heart, try me and know my anxieties. See if there is any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. One version I looked at said, see if there is anything that offends you, Lord. Pray that with your heart, ask with your heart. Because God is speaking directly to people right now. There is something happening right now where if you are serious, you can hear the Lord at a level that you've never heard Him. He is responding. Every single one of us can be seeking the Lord to reveal anything that needs to be addressed. He is going deep, and if you ask Him sincerely, He will respond. 
I have seen and per personally firsthand experienced some dramatic things happening in recent weeks. This is for real, okay? I'm not just blowing smoke up your dress or whatever you would say, okay? <laughs> to use like a redneck example or something, I guess figure of speech or whatever. All right, so there is a new level of power coming, and you might even know or might not feel like you need the power, but you do. So this is what we're doing is we're preparing for this extra move of glory, this power that's going to be pouring through us, all right? Because we're just vessels. He's just going to do this through us. It doesn't have anything to do with us, all right? right? We know that. And then in this new wave of glory, I see things like raising the dead becoming commonplace and ordinary. So we have never seen this. Obviously, people are raised from the dead. There are isolated events, but this is going to become commonplace and ordinary. And we have to be vessels prepared to be able to hold this glory. Well, that pretty much sums it up for today. We have entered a new season, a season of acceleration. He wants me and you to be the new and improved me and you so that we'll be a part of the new things that he's doing. He is going someplace and we want to be with him, right? Every single one of us can do something to prepare. I've already talked about that in the natural realm, but it's true in the spiritual too. Ask him. Every single one of us can move forward somewhere in the process of becoming a new and improved person in the Lord. Only Holy Spirit can do it. We're not talking about self any self-effort or striving. It's all about God. So we close in prayer. All right, Lord, thank you. It's been a really good podcast again. And I thank you, Father, for all those that are listening. Please, Lord, hear the cry of their heart. They want to be part of this coming move of glory as I do. We want to be vessels of honor. We want to be able to have the greater glory pour through us and be used in a display of your glory that has never been seen yet in the history of the world of the whole earth. Lord, we look forward to it and we bless your name and give you all the glory in Jesus name. Amen. All right. Thank you for listening. And hey, I want to just make mention that we have a newsletter that you can sign up for on our website. So be sure to do that. When you're on our newsletter, when you're a subscriber, you'll get the latest podcasts and the latest articles in your inbox. I send them out a couple times a week and it's something we're trying to kind of push forward a little bit more because some of the social media sites are not as reliable as they used to as we all know so thanks again for listening bless you so much and i'll talk to you next time thank you for listening to preparing the way the practical prophetic if you've enjoyed today's episode please subscribe rate and review the show on itunes cpnshows.com or wherever you listen to podcasts your positive review helps the show reach more people with our message. And please visit our website at www.starfireministries.org where you can donate, read our latest articles, and keep up to date with us on all of our social media sites. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.